0: Podcast for Canadian Spurs fans by Canadian Spurs fans. Hi, this is Ledley King, and I just want to say hi to all the Spurs fans in Canada. The True North Pod is back, uh, season one, episode four. And who expected Ledley King to start the podcast? It was uh, great of him to leave a little soundbite for all the Spurs fans in Canada um, after he did his um, Zoom chat with Vancouver Spurs um, last week. So, thanks to Ledley, a true legend of the club and uh, a great ambassador, and. Uh, hopefully, we'll see him in Canada again soon. Now, um, a quick Me, Myself and I podcast this week. Uh, unfortunately, couldn't line up a guest in time. We have Sean from Toronto Spurs in next week. But we've just had the first two games back, and now we're all left with nine games left. And what have we learned from those uh, two games today? Um, a couple of things, I think. Uh, the first one is um, goal line technology made a mistake. I think it was at one in 9,000 uh, where they... The stars aligned where the cameras couldn't see the ball, the goal, the goalie, the defender blocked everything. And hopefully, not hopefully, like buses, that doesn't happen again anytime soon and hopefully not on Friday. (laughs) But uh, yeah, it's crazy that the VAR didn't step in. I mean, I think consensus opinion, even the um, Hawkeye apologized and and were sorry that that was the case. So there was uh, things to be fixed there and hopefully that never happens again. We've all got... Uh, Mendes in our memories from years and years ago against Man United so hopefully it never comes back and haunts us again And but the other thing I, I noticed as well was the um, injuries uh, we saw the first game which was a pretty insipid game and, and the fact that the goal line technology actually did us a favour in regards to not giving Sheffield United three points and keeps them in touch with us for hopefully a Champions League spot but also the fact as well that the uh, Man City Woolwich Wanderers game was really interesting in the fact that they were down what, two players in the first 20 minutes. Uh, You know, one was a a, a genuine tackle, the other was just an accident. But it it sees how crazy, how fit all these guys are. And, you know, Spurs over the years, and particularly last year and a half, have been like building a franchise monster. They've had hips, ankles, arms, hamstrings, shoulders, everything's been broken, twisted, uh, screwed around with. So hopefully when we start on Friday that uh, we don't have any of that to deal with. And then there's the crowd noise. I don't think at Villa Park there was anything, but that the here had it was really weird. I mean, they got better as ever were going on. It really started off like there were a second or two or a beat behind what was going on, but whoever was hitting the buttons was doing a pretty good job. And uh, I don't know if at the uh, the stadium, they're going to be doing something similar. I know they're going to be doing some uh, virtual fans there and lots of flags and posters, but hopefully they can be doing a much better job than has been happening so far. I do like the noise though. I think it being as quiet as it was at the Bundesliga it was a little off putting hearing all the the players shout at each other, even though you couldn't understand what they were saying. But uh, I think, you know, it's, it, it they will get better and better at it. It is a new way of of presenting the game and uh, we'll be interested to see how it progresses. The uh, curly-haired assassin, uh, the one-man wrecking crew, (laughs) whatever you want to call him, Uh, Mr. David DeLuise, doing uh, us great favours as well, keeping uh, the Woolwich Wanderers behind us in the the table. Um, Rest assured, his three-match ban is over well before uh, they play us uh, uh, during the course of July. So... Uh, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully uh, he's back in the squad by then, because we could do with it. I think when that game comes around, I, I hate watching Arsenal play any time. And uh, even today, they look pretty good for the first 20 minutes, but it was good to see them implode, which I hope they do for the rest of the season. I think the quality is what you'd expect in a Premier League. I didn't really see much difference. Um, Villa played well at the beginning of their game with Sheffield United, and uh, obviously they had their goal that should have happened not happen. Uh, there was enough chance for both teams. Uh, the uh, Sheffield United goalkeeper Henderson was worked really, really hard. And I think realistically, if you looked at Man City versus the Woolwich Wanderers, that result went the way we expected it. And um, it was good to see that uh, from the first couple of games at least, that there was no real playing on the you know The half pace or any tentative moves, it seemed to be really full paced uh, as the Premier League would expect. So hopefully that bodes well for our game on Friday. On Friday, uh, it's uh, really upsetting for me personally. I think that uh, Tanganga doesn't get a shot at, uh, at playing on Friday and for the next few weeks, obviously with a stress fracture in his back that's just been reported. I think if you're going to pick a player for a particular game, I think he's perfect uh, for how Man United is set up and how we're going to factor against that. It's going to be interesting to see how uh, Mourinho puts the squad out uh, for that game. I still think it's very, very positive. Uh, Us going forward is is immense. Um, I'm still very, very positive. I think we're going to win the game. But I think it's going to be a lot (laughs) tighter than uh, we think it's going to be. And the only thing I'm hoping for more than anything else is coming out the end without any injuries. This is a trio of presenters today with uh, me, myself, and I, and, of course, a uh, little chip in from Ledley. Uh, I'll keep this brief, but uh, just some updates on what's happening across Canada. Uh, Toronto Spurs have... Uh, have been in contact and unfortunately the downtown core is still not uh, open their restrictions enough different parts of the gta have opened up uh, allowing uh, bars and restaurants to open but unfortunately where the scotland yard is right now it hasn't so hopefully we'll get some news for the forthcoming games ottawa as far as i know is still locked down in the same way as toronto uh vancouver spurs have been very very lucky um Covid has been much more controlled, luckily, within that province, and uh, they've been able to release restrictions much earlier, and have um, had a temporary location um, where they actually have uh, have already. Got all their reservations in place. I think 40 are allowed in the new location that's not been disclosed where it is actually. Uh, but if you want more information, get on their mailing list at VancouverSpurs.ca um, for all the upcoming games. So at least somewhere in Canada, you can go watch a game. Um, so hopefully that will ripple across Canada. And if you're sitting there coast to coast to coast uh, watching a game in a small group, please let me know uh, on um, True North Pod at gmail.com so we can advertise it here and obviously get as many Spurs fans together across Canada So before I sign off I know it's a short one it's just a quick filler really uh, just to maintain my commitment of doing one once a week Uh, and we've got uh, Sean from Toronto Spurs on next because I mentioned previously, uh, which will follow the West Ham games. So we'll actually have two games to discuss, which would be fantastic. Um, a call to arms, really, again, as in episode one, when it, which is another short episode. Really, just to say to everybody, if you've got any news, anything you want to share, uh, you want to be a guest. Uh, please, again, to uh, truenorthpod at gmail.com. But also, after the games, if you've got a little soundbite you want to send me a comment, a question, please feel to send it over. Uh, we gladly include it and if you've got a, a live question in audio then we can throw that in as well and again any comments from the games uh, try and keep them off the E rating so we can <laughs> keep the podcast uh, as clean as possible, that'd be fantastic but obviously in the heat of the moment we appreciate that might happen uh, I know I've dropped a few F-bombs in the past as well when uh, things have not gone our way But uh, anything you've got to share, that'd be fantastic. And we plan to, as we move into season two, with the second uh, season or the new season, uh, actually have some uh, reporting live with some... I'm investing in some mobile pod equipment so that we can actually do some stuff from the pubs and actually have people call in live uh, straight after the game. Whether it's a good or a bad thing, I don't know yet, but we'll see how it'll run in the future, uh, which is what we're planning in the future. But we'd love to have some sound bites and uh, feedback from uh, anywhere across Canada, whether you're just by yourself or in a small group or an official club, we'd love to hear from you. We'd also love to hear your anecdotes and stories, Spurs related, of course, uh, whether it be from games you've attended, viewing parties, interactions with the club. uh, We'd love to hear from you, Uh, whether it be just as a question, an email, an audio file. uh, We'd love to hear that uh, stuff, any interactions you've had with uh, Spurs uh, from all the fans across Canada. So to start off, I'm going to share one of mine, uh, a, a little story uh, that goes back to the days when I actually used to work at the club. I used to sell um, lottery tickets and uh, golden and gold tickets and the Spurs news in the Paxton Upper uh, when I first started there when I was 13, I think, at the time. But I, I was an experienced person. By 16 at the time, I'd been three years there and it was a little bit before I actually ended up at my own office at the club uh, on the corner of the West Stand and the Park Lane. If you see some old footage, there used to be a little office in the corner with a little light on. That used to be mine. I had an office there at 18 years old, believe it or not. But uh, this little story comes about 16. It was a winter game evening. I, I can't even remember what game it was. I think it was a European night even. But there was a potential of being called off. It was a very frosty night, uh, January, February time. And uh, a buddy of mine uh, were there early, very early, because now we're uh, we're responsible for um, actually distributing lottery tickets and so on. So we're even there earlier than before. And uh, but the game might be called off, and none of the floodlights are on, nothing's happening. So my buddy and I decide, well, let's see if the um, the game's going to be on or not. So we march out to the centre circle. And we're digging our heel in the turf like the referees would just to check if it's we're going. this will take a stud. This take, we should be good. We should be good. And, and just as this happens, we're sent a circle. And of course, there's silhouettes. Nobody knows who we are. So if, most people think we're official. Uh, well, all of a sudden, the floodlights start to come on. And lucky enough, they don't come on quickly. They come on slowly. Man, did we run. You know, 16 years old, you're thinking, I'm going to die. I'm going to get sent to prison. Uh, never going to come to the White Hart Lane again. We ran and ran and ran. And luckily, not caught. Nobody saw us and nobody thought it was anything uh, uh, crazy. So, it, But it was such a fantastic experience to be standing on a center circle at White Hart Lane. Uh, n- never done it before. Never done it since. Uh, but, but definitely something that uh, sticks in my memory. Thank you for listening again. Uh, please share the True North podcast with all the all Spurs fans across Canada. We'd have as many subscribers as possible. Uh, there's some exciting guests, hopefully lined up in, in the next, uh, in the near future. As I mentioned, Toronto Spurs being on next week. And we get to talk about games and results and uh, hopefully how fantastically we played and how we're going to get 27 points out of nine games and finishing fourth and, uh, and rock the champions league. Uh, we can all dream. Until next time. Come on you Spurs. That was a podcast by True North Productions. So there we have it, episode four in the bag. And uh, as it become tradition now with the True North part, a little epilogue, and um, just to answer somebody's question who sent me by email about uh, swag, like T-shirts and this, that and the other, and uh, it's something that we've been considering. And um, we will look at that uh, in the next week or so if we can actually get some... Um, uh, T shirts made up, uh, two caps, etc. etc. There's been um, quite a bit of interest uh, from those who've subscribed so far and a few emails backwards and forwards that they'd like to represent, as it were. So, uh, watch this space and hopefully we will be able to uh, publicise that in the next couple of weeks. Um, obviously, next week's going to be probably a pretty kick ass podcast in regards to uh, having Toronto Spurs and uh, Sean on board. we two games to, to cover. Um, so, may not get the time to do that between now and then, but uh, it has been heard, and uh, if we can get some swag going, then we will definitely let you know. So come on you Spurs, and uh, let's get the game started.